Uh, before this episode of the Brooklyn Combine Cast, we just like to invite those in the New York area who have school-age children up to high school um, to participate in our mentoring and academic program, which includes coding, mock trials, history, trips, guest speakers, and really is just an effort on our part to um, hopefully be a part of the newer generation of young people who are critically thinking and who are invested in their narrative and committed to their narrative and not being a part of this continued marginalization of of young black children. So school-age children all the way up to high school. We've even had college students participate. We've had law students participate. We've been in Brownsville for a while doing it. It's at Brownsville in conjunction with our sister and partner, Principal Nadia Lopez at Mott Hall Bridges Academy. We do it on Saturdays from about 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you have people who you think could benefit from the program and participate, please come down. Peace. Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. May I say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours? Man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation. When man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself, he becomes master of his environment, the captain of his own ship, the director of his own destiny, the accomplisher of his own ends. Peace, peace. We are the Brooklyn Combine and we are at the Brooklyn Combine. My name is Keith. Uh, Barnabas. What's up? Tim Montgomery, man. He's, he's, he's grubbing, so y'all I'm gotta... sorry, man. I was teaching tonight. I didn't get to eat before the class. And I like to say salute. We got a really dope class in Brooklyn College this year. Brooklyn College is a good campus, man. Unfortunate. <clears throat> Guess how many black male students in my class? Zip. One. 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 Two males in total. One black male student. As usual, some powerful, smart, bright sisters. Mm-hmm. Young brother, bright, came up to me after class to say, um, you know, I, I've always grew up uh, on athleticism and being intrigued by entertainment. And people told me I should be a lawyer, but I never really wanted to go to school like that. But after today, tonight's conversation, I'm going to think about it. That's what I'm saying. Think about it. Then there's a reporter that I knew from the Daily Eagle who's in my class as well. But what's the title of the class? It's a stupid title. I don't like called <laughs> Blacks in Law, which can mean anything. But I started, that can mean all, all types of crazy shit. Yeah, everything. Shit. <laughs> anything and everything. But I, I start the class from the perspective of African civilization. First, what was going on in Africa from the beginning of time and the African dynasties and then the intrusion of European and Asian culture into Africa. And then the... Arabic sponsored slave trade and Christianity's transatlantic slave trade, what was going on in Europe, the history of white people, and then the uh, white America experiment in um, America. I do that before we get to America because America, you know, it's not brief. America's history is very brief. But 
all that set, set the, the foundation yeah, for sets the foundation yeah. and the, the Supreme Court decision Plessy v. Ferguson Roger B. Taney's basically majority opinion that uh, black people have no rights that uh, white people should abide by this is what we was talking about a little bit what we touched on uh, last year at Brooklyn College with the, for the keynote yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. what's up and um you know what? Before we, I'm gonna attempt not to curse. Um, I was listening. Why the to fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this guy, man. I'm gonna talk. I cursed a whole lot. I know we missed busy born, man. I don't know if we ready for this. I'm ready for this shit. But you know what I want to say? <laughs> Salute. We have two. You know the combine, man. Um, for me, it's personal. It's my brethren. I'm in the foxhole with you guys. There are no repli- no replacements. Um, we until we run out of bullets, but we have, we have, um, as a collective, we have reached out. Well, we have we have built some relationships that are, are really, really, really great relationships. Um, young brother by the name of Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly. Bent. Uh, no, no, no. What am I? I said that's the in Philly. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the, that's X, man. Patrick, yeah, no, man. no, no, no. That's my man, Pat. Yeah. But. What kind of you know, last name you did, Oh, man. Everyone, listen, man. Patrick is my guy, man. Listen. Yeah, I was down with uh, Patrick a couple weeks ago. Beck, uh, Beckley, man. Beckley. Yes, Beckley. Patrick Beckley. I said Beverly. But Patrick is a beautiful young dude, man. Yeah. Bright. Yeah. Grace, talented, Grace Beard. Smart. Grace. Mm-hmm. Talented. Um, Howard graduate. He has an incredible... He's an engineer. But he uh, he is launching. He's launched an incredible line, Fenor X. If you see any of us wearing those gold chains and two butterflies, but they're really Africa, two two uh, images of Africa. Uh, incredible line, environmental friendly, nationalistic, brilliant, smart. Um, so salute Patrick and, and his team. Uh, great, they're very supportive mm-hmm. of the combine. Um, it's just dope to see a young brother really understanding his narrative and, and going for it. And um, our other, our other young homie, uh, Epi Udo, uh, basketball player, uh, NBA player, international basketball player, lover of literacy, God in uh, what is he a God in Turkey or Hungary? One of them. Places. He's no, he was in, he's in Turkey. He was in yeah, Turkey. He's a, a guard. Istanbul. Yeah. yeah. I think he's on the Nigerian team now. Our national team. Oh, word. That's what's up. Um, he, he's a, he has his own business. Another environmental friendly business. Um, uh, providing uh, underprivileged people with food. Through hydroponic. Um, through hydroponic. You know, mm-hmm. Most of the time, y'all think hydroponic. Y'all think of the... The smoky lot. Okie doke. I know I do. The smoky. But nah, he's doing some real stuff. So yo, salute them brothers, man. They they from the continent directly. You know, they, they mm-hmm. didn't get um they, they got a direct line to the continent, you know, unlike us, you know, we might a couple of us probably just dumped off somewhere, you know. You know what I appreciate about both of them brothers? I was down I was down uh with Patrick a couple weeks ago. Wait. Um, peace, Phil. Yeah, peace, Phil. Because you've been, <laughs> been kind of saying little shit, for, you know, for the, for, yeah, for the last couple I'm, minutes. But. I'm here, but I'm not here. Yeah. What, 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 what does that Yo, even mean? You know mean? what, though? On, <laughs> a, on, a, on a serious I'm note. Here, but I'm not here. Salute the Dixon family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our sister, your, your, um, your wife and her family, mm-hmm. uh, Lenny, Rodney, um, Keisha. Keisha. And the, and the entire Dixon family, they, they lost the matriarch of their, mm-hmm. their, yeah, their Dixon, family yeah. uh, last week. You know? Blessing everybody. So, salute, salute Mama mm-hmm. Dixon, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll, I'll be easy on you today, Phil. 
I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, be grateful. Anyway, uh, Keith. Keith is quiet. Keith, Keith, is, Keith is focused. Yeah, I'm trying to find a hotel room. <laughs> for what, man? Come on, talk. Come on, man. You being a little modest. I'm trying to find a hotel room because I got to go out of town for a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. That's what's so, up. That's what's up. You know, but... I'm glad we're here, man. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I, I miss being here. I definitely uh, missed the conversation. What you been up to? This has been a really, really dope year. Um, you know, shit, since last time I've been on the... Con- I, I think it was, what, the Christmas party. I, almost seven what, seven or eight months I, nah, since I've been no. here. It's been that long. No, it's been I, possibly Bro, after the no. fact. But you know we did the Baldwin and Friends back in April. After Schomburg. At, well, no, that was the, the, the April one was mm-hmm. at uh, the Gentleman's Factory. Gentleman's Factory. Yeah, yeah. But the Schomburg one dope. was dope yeah, um, for multiple reasons. Um, we had a lot of really really great individuals that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, really a lot of great minds, great conversation, um, multi generational conversation. Um, it got heated mm-hmm. in in some ways, but not for any. Heat- um. You know what? I think that you know there were some people that showed up late. They missed the pro the, the protocol the the ground rules, um, and so they just came in and just kind of guns are blazing. And I think some people may have stepped on some nerves because they made some accusations that weren't necessarily presented in the right way or yeah. in a productive way. Remember the completely missed that. Too. Remember the lady that the, uh, it was a Haitian lady that was talking about why can't blacks be more united and things like that. Well, there was like, one wacky comment I remember. What was what was that? It was in the yeah. corner. I don't, I don't the girl know. said something to me, right? Like it was something weird. It was mm-hmm. something weird about um, I forget what it was. I think it might have been the same lady. He kept mm-hmm. it moving. But yeah, we kept it moving. Um I mean, I think all in all, um you know, one of the things that really kind of stuck out to me about that day was when uh, Yoli's son got up and spoke. Because mm-hmm. um, what, he's like eight, nine years old? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the fact that, you know, we got all these like super highly intelligent individuals, highly accomplished individuals, um, and we left that space open and made him feel welcome to express. Um, April Walker, you know, she has some phenomenal things to say. You know, this is her second ball when they're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so that, you know, I was supposed to have a, a photo exhibit at Reesbo, um on the 19th. I just got the word today it's going to be postponed. You know, I'm, 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 I'm disappointed, but, you know, it's just giving me more time to prepare. But, but uh, also because they had Photoville that same, that same uh, weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's well, Photoville is next weekend and then the weekend after that. So that's yeah, probably... Jamel Shabazz well, is doing something. Yeah, yeah. April is being featured in that, too. So. Yeah, so you know, and, you know, I was, I was, you know, I'm out class, but it's all good. But it it works out because now I can make sure everything is nice and well presented. Um, the summer was great. Um, we didn't get to hang out a lot this yeah. summer. I, we I, haven't I, thrown a party. We, we ain't do no out. parties this summer. That's a really unfortunate thing. Mm-hmm. We should probably do it soon before the world ends. Before the right, because the rainforest the world, is the world's fucking about to end soon. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Gone. I think so. Not end, but. I, I would not change. be surprised that we are seeing. No, um, we, we're definitely going to see. We're seeing some things that we never thought we would see in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know this. Worlds end and begin every day. Every day. <laughs> Look, salute, salute people in the Bahamas who are struggling. Yo, now that shit is wild. The stories are really heartbreaking mm-hmm. to me. I was in the laundromat uh, like two days ago and bought a studio. So I'm on Ocean and fucking Parkside. And they was showing news reports. 
and this lady was just in the in the laundromat balling. Mm. I was just like, man, this is heartbreaking, man. Look, it is. You know, the problem is, old rich white man don't believe that there's a problem. Yeah. So as a result, we got a real big problem on our hands. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the we need to start disrupting, and people need to start disrupting. Like in other places mm-hmm. in America, I feel like people are so socially controlled that they don't think to disrupt. Look, you saw what those cats were doing in Hong Hong Kong. Yo, that shit was wild. They were straight. They're knuckling like, up with the cops. Not even knuckling up. They were like, with their apparatuses, they were like taking them joints in the park midway through. <laughs> like, yo, dude, throwing them canisters. They grabbing it. This, you know, this man's way recreating badminton. The difference, though, is that when you, the more ego you can remove from, from a situation, the more you see yourself in everyone else. When mm-hmm. you see yourself in everyone else, there's a, there's a level of selflessness that you don't even recognize. Mm-hmm. In right? that act or meaning, just no, in general. In the process. Mm-hmm. In the process. If I recognize that I am not just human, I am humanity, then what I do, I know that it doesn't necessarily need to just benefit me. It needs to benefit other people. Mm-hmm. So if that means I lose my life, then I lose my life. Because somebody's benefiting. But doesn't mean that life ends. And mm-hmm. I think that that's... Um, like that, those, these ideas... Sound so foreign mm-hmm. to America, our man. American mm-hmm. mentality. Binary America, we can we still talk about football fantasy shit. And no disrespect to you know anybody, but I really don't care how many major championships Tiger got, Serena got, the Pats got. I don't. It's not black excellence to me because a fifteen-year-old girl is crying because she lost a tennis match. I don't care about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're inundated with it, where you get people more upset. That people have a critical analysis of that, or or Jay Z or whoever, than they are of the actual problems. Like I ain't see nobody crying when these people get shot in the street, where the two point four million mass incarceration mm-hmm. rate is up. You know, we we Americans are stuck on stupid shit. Black people included. Do you think that um, black people especially? Do you do you? I mean, you know, you mentioned. Homegirl, the the tennis player, mm-hmm. situations like this. Do you think there's a need for the distraction to kind of alleviate some of the tension, or do you think that no. like how do how do you, how do you, how how what what, do, what would you say? Um, um, I don't you, think there's a need for a distraction. I think that there's I don't there, think there's ever a need for a distraction. Mm-hmm. There, there is there is a need for perspective, right? And perspective will tell you, all right, let me take a back up for my own mental health. Let me do things so that everything isn't triggering me, mm-hmm. right? Because if I'm just 100% engaged all the time, then everything operates as a trigger. And then I'm actually not operating out of reason. I'm operating out of emotion. Right. So there's, there needs to be perspective and thought and contextualization and all of these different things, but not a distraction. <laughs> Distractions. Yo, any, but anytime <laughs> you got people describing people as all, like I, I don't consider myself any... Anything, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to live and be. Right? Mm-hmm. But whenever we out here on some society thing, oh, you thinking too much? You know, come on, you too serious? You know, I want to stay as far away from, from those that person people and that person as possible. Pers- that's just me. I don't care if you're my family, right? Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we boys. We grew up together. Look, there's relationships that I've had with people I love dearly, 
who I, I I know for certain we're never going to be close again. And I'm and I, I can live with that I'm because okay with because that. of the mindset or just we grown in different directions mm-hmm. and, and and um different things have become important to us and you know look they they're I'm old enough to have lived and lost people that I love dearly but our relationship stayed the same for our entire lifetime and you got to be comfortable with things just being what it is but you have I, if if anybody in this society American society Black people should be the most paying attention people ever. <laughs> ever. Considering what's happened to us. <laughs> or, or, or what's happened to us and what's continuing to happen mm-hmm. to us. You know, and, and um, you know, ignorance is bliss. I realize that. Um, so what's the opposite of that? I think we, we mentioned that before in the podcast. Like, what's the opposite of ignorance is bliss? Sometimes, you know. Think things are pain, painful for me. What I'm trying to crack the code on, mm-hmm. I'm trying to crack the code on. How do we remove the social political alienation of a people that occurs every single generation? Like my son and my my two sons and daughter, and my nieces and nephews from y'all, you know, they're they not in no safe space. No, that's a fact. Shit might be worse in in a lot of regards because the lines are blurred. No. Yeah, I think I I, I I would I would agree. So just before we dive too deep in that, we'll take a quick music break and uh, get back with y'all in a minute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, um, rolling back into it, um, the lines are blurred. Yes, they are. Uh, can you elaborate on that a little Meaning bit? Meaning that it's, it's quite conceivable that young people of today, even adults, they do not see the war that is against blackness and mm. black people and indigenous people. Like, they don't see it, and it's right in front of their face because... You know, what do you need to continue that that um, oppression, that alienation? You need, you know, just like of, of, of years past, which wasn't that too long ago, the social scientists, the academics, um, everybody brought into uh, our oppression. Now, everyone is, is, is okay. It's like this. I'll never forget early on in my career... Um, how do you get someone to not care so much about the goriness of a picture? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you show it to them as much as you yeah, can. Yeah, and desensitize them. Desensitize them mm-hmm. to it. And in a lot of reg- regards, we as Americans, let me be careful with language. I'm an advocate of language. I don't consider myself American. But Americans, um, I consider myself a human, black first. Americans are desensitized to oppression. How else could you be cool with little kids dying mm-hmm. in, in facilities, American-run facilities? How else could you be cool with America taking a totally different position now and saying, oh, you, we used to help people from Bahamas. All you needed before to get on the boat was your passport and such and such. How do you see, how do you live with Americans um, looking at a, a person and now saying, oh, now, what we did before, it doesn't work now. We sorry your country got ravaged. Right. You can't get on this ferry to, 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 for safety. Right, right, right. Like, America is a very cold place, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and I think what's, what's even, I think, most striking about it is, um, you know, what they do to their own citizens, you know? Oh, um, you know, I remember, you know, in prepping for the Baldwin uh, joint, you know, listening to the conversation he had with Nikki Giovanni. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, it's not the white people, white people are not your only oppressor. Because if you, you know, you ingest their poison, their language, their rhetoric long enough, you start to do it to yourself, you know? So I was having a, I had a conversation with both my, my, my daughter, my oldest daughter, and my baby brother. Mm-hmm. And I asked him the same question What do you think about white people? Mm-hmm. My, my brother goes to St. Ignatius in Cleveland. Which is like one of the top uh, football schools in, in Northeast Ohio. Um, and it's predominantly white. So I don't think about them. I asked my daughter. She said the same exact fucking thing. They don't think about them. That's what I mean about. by the, the lines. Exactly. They blurred. So it's just like, you know, and for me to even ask the question, why don't you think about them? I think that would have been a question that would have been way you, beyond. You know what I'm mindful mm-hmm. of at this stage in mm-hmm. my life? Because I don't, who knows, no, you, you get to control how you live. You don't get to control when and how you get out of this realm, mm-hmm. this place. What I'm very mindful of is that so much of who I am has been countering uh, having this mark on our back. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want to just be that. You know, I don't ever want to just exist just to, avoid to fight mm-hmm. predators. Yeah. Um, so I at at look, I'm 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 at the point where you know I don't know. I know for one thing, I'm living my truth. You know, at this point, but I also what I recognize on a daily basis 
Is that a shitload of complicit black people who don't give a fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they down with whiteness. And some of them pretend to not be. Right. Some of them let you know off top they, they, where they at. Mm-hmm. Some of them pretend to be down. Mm-hmm. And, and my radar is up for all those fuckers. And you know what's interesting? You guys were the first to bring me into the awareness that and not not that I didn't know it, but I never really like understood it in this way that there are black people who perpetuate white supremacy all day, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, and get celebrated, and, and, and yeah, and get celebrated <laughs> for it. And so you got to ask yourself, like, you know, I mean, I've worked for people who've done things under the guise of, you know, we're trying to end oppression. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, okay, you just trying to be in on it. Yeah, you trying to be in, but somehow some way you 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 benefited you from benefited that shit. from that shit. And so you know and they and and, and and when they look like you, this is an unfortunate thing. They're so covert. Mm-hmm. So and it's it's like is the is the word innocuous? Those people are my enemy just as much as the white people are. Yeah, and honestly, I'm more some, so. Yeah, definitely yeah. more so because they have the potential to do more more damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, they have. Like, you might you might turn around in that foxhole you just mentioned. Shoot, this fire. I ain't want no fucking friendly fire, man. Like we we get we starting getting we starting to get used to the friendly fire, and we're desensitized to our own oppression and it, it's um, starting I, you know folks been used to that shit for a long time hey, and it ain't nothing you know, new ain't nothing, ain't nothing new. new like it shit been new. going on from the, the moment that this whole American experience began it, it was going on and to be quite honest with you um, it was going on in Africa before yeah. the, 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 the breaking apart it wasn't as racialized but no. you know you, you had uh, 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 that happening mm-hmm. you know and and um I'm just very mindful of it, man, because you know you don't get to do this life shit <laughs> over, B. This is nah. it. If you if you live in your life thinking you can come back rich next time in this realm, you're a this fucking fuck- idiot. Yeah, it is you know, what it is. You're not. Nah, this is this is. You better you better bust your load on this shit. So you know it's funny, man. Like I don't know if y'all knew this. Like I I I have like a profound fondness for like studying primate behavior. No, no, yeah, wild. that makes sense though. The shit, totally. <laughs> what you say? It makes it sense. Makes sense. Totally. Wait, wait, you said it because you work out. Yo, yo, if you ever walk by Prospect Park and seen some like Sasquatch looking figures just throwing stuff, that's barn working out with logs and rocks. That's the old body. I'm trying to get that, but that body back though. But the thing is, well, the thing. Yo, this shit is wild, right? So, you know, primates in captivity and primates in the wild have completely different behaviors. Mm-hmm. Primates in captivity, uh, primates in the wild, their focus is on skill building and material acquisition. Ma- skill building, material acquisition, and competition. So, they, they build the skills so they can be better competitors. They build skills so they can acquire more materials, right? And if they buy, buy more materials... Then the competition, the physical competition, doesn't even have to happen. Now, on the other hand, primates in captivity, they don't have anything to compete for. The meals come out regularly and on time, right? So they just sitting around, waiting for lunchtime, dinner time, breakfast time. Sound like humans. Mm-hmm. And they, and you know what happens? You know what? They they still compete, but their competition turns different. It turns into 
the pecking order, social shit. Why you why you look like that? Why you fucking got them sneakers on? Because they don't have. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. if you if you like yo, I'm trying to get this paper. I'm trying to keep my pockets fat. I'm trying to feed my family. You don't really got time to be looking at another motherfucking shit. So it just makes me think, based on what you're saying, it's a lot of lot of us living in captivity. Oh, no question. You understand what I'm saying? And so it's like um, what Mumia says: uh, America is a big open air prison mm-hmm. in a lot of regards. You know, and it's you know, there's a lot of things to consider, man. But I, I know the I'm, I'm trying to appreciate what is community, what is community building, but what is putting in the work? Because we also live in a society where mm-hmm. you, know, you have people who have not done shit mm-hmm. telling people who have done shit. How to do shit. How to do shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's some wild shit. Yeah. yeah. Like so in social media, you will see it in, all the time. In, in full display. Mm, what you Literally, do. people mm-hmm. who have not done anything. And here's what makes American really difficult for some to some degree also, is that you also have people who all they have ever done is glean something off of whiteness. Mm-hmm. Meaning they only work for white people. Mm-hmm. They never work for themselves. But they are telling you what you should do mm-hmm. to liberate yourself. That's yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. And and you know and, and we, we have that in this society. Like mm-hmm. we got cats who they've done nothing but work for white people or with them. Mm-hmm. And they are the 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 thought leaders about what masses of people who are alienated should do and and you know you got to be able to shut that shit out you know like literally shut yeah. that shit out shut it down and shut it out i mean i think one of the challenging things and, and if I'm, you're not doing mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. if you're just talking about shit but you're not doing anything you know man shut you're part of the problem shut <laughs> the fuck up. right i mean i think you know just objectively speaking i think one of the challenging things is is we are often deemed successful by objects and trappings that white people have. Well, I was about to say, like no part, part of that that character that Kenny's just conjured that is kind of like the um, authority. <laughs> often mm-hmm. they become an authority based on their acquisitions, mm-hmm. and their acquisitions are sometimes, you know, the, who knows? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go down that road of questioning mm-hmm. how did you get that or whatever. But you're often looking at people. You know, spewing ideas and the things that are in their head, but they might not have even put in the work to get their their accolades or whatever. Right. And and often that's also determined by how much money you have. So yeah. I think that's a factor too. Like we got to start looking at even who we are taking these this information these from. cues from. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it's like you know, what's our ideology? You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting question. I mean, that get like just as soon as you said it, I'm like, I don't know. I, I think black people have been um, the opportunity to have ideology has been somewhat stolen from us mm-hmm. um, in this American experience. Like you know, and it's funny to me because I look, you know, we travel as a crew, we go all around the world. I ain't been nowhere with y'all. Yeah, I mean, listen, man. Next year, yeah, next year, next year, next year, next year, son. But but you know. It's a global thing that's in place. Right. Like we, you know, people in in Colombia are suffering of color. Anywhere you go, people of color are mm-hmm. suffering. Right. Um, what prevents a working in different ideology from coming to surface? Right. 
I don't understand. Like I, I stay Busyness. up at I stay up at nights thinking about this. Like you right. telling me every generation people right. are scared? No, that's not true. We know there aren't people. We know there are people out here who are not scared. Right. Who are doing things and putting in the work. But I'm like, how do you crack the code and be a part of a situation where you you, you have people who understand that yo, we got to come up with something different. Just how we live. How to how you know? Look, we we're doing things behind the scenes. From a community standpoint, that we're hoping uh, is going to add value to our life and our community, and, and, and paint a roadmap for our children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and some of that requires getting out of this grid. Yeah, perhaps going somewhere. Build. We've been in those situations where we seen community. We seen it with our own eyes. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers build their own community. Mm-hmm. Like literally, there's a gate that only a certain mm-hmm. amount of people have a key. Right. And you don't even get to drive on that fucking property yeah. unless you got a key. Like, it's going on. In America, it's happening. So, it's like we have to learn how to, again, live and flourish and plan under pressure. And, and off the, the radar. F- off the radar. Mm-hmm. On the radar. And in the face of a species that has proven to be predatory. And will has proven to never not want to be predatory. Yeah. Um, and that's t- I'm talking about whiteness yeah, yeah, and yeah, capitalism. Yeah, yeah. Um, think about it. This world is falling apart. Um, and you got white people bragging that, hey, you know, capitalism is great. You know, socialism, all that stuff doesn't work. How could you say capitalism is great? <laughs> Just let's deal with that. When you're talking about the environment is the destruction of the environment is expedited under capitalistic thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're comfortable with, yo, this is the best opportunity in the world. Hey, <laughs> while shit is going fucked up as fast as it can. as it yeah. can. Mm-hmm. What kind of shit is that? Like literally, like in a in a perfect world, like look, if if white people had to step out of their whiteness, they would kill white people based on their history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. First, of, yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> all right. So this this Dave the Dave Chappelle. Right, I haven't seen a whole thing. All right, so uh, this joke though that he told, it's not funny to a lot of people. When I was when, we, when me and Allegra was was in there was at the show, mm-hmm. she looked at me and she was like, "Are we supposed to be laughing?" <laughs> but when he told the joke about um, what's the guy who used to travel around? Oh, Anthony Bourdain. That was a joke. He said Anthony Bourdain got to travel around, eat the best food, and have the best conversations. And he killed around he the world. He killed himself. He said, and you know, listen, that's not a comment on mental health mm-hmm. and, and, and wellness. And but it's like about that. perception. But perspective, I mean. He, so had, he, the, he had his friend. Hey, who, who, he said, <laughs> that shit was funny. He was out of law school. He got out of law school. Got divorced. Got married young. Yeah. He said, you ever thought about killing yourself? He said, nah. <laughs> Which was an ill because he he was throwing some ill subliminals. And yo, all hell yeah! He's like, yo, we done been like, through yeah, all kind of fucked shit. up yeah, shit. Ain't nobody, yeah, so, but you know, on another note with Dave, I kind of it's interesting to watch the mainstream react to art sometimes. Like they're trying, yeah, that, like no, it's a subtle. They don't. I think we talked about this earlier. Like they're trying to crush him right now. But that's, I mean, you know, they are. First Jerry of all, compl- like, first of all, it's it's not even just mainstream. It's it's the so called cool, yeah, like complex, mm-hmm. 
complex, complex issue. I was like, Come complex on, issued a statement. Oh, you can go ahead and skip the Dave Chappelle. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. I was like, what? what? Yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm now. definitely not yeah, skipping yeah, it now. Vice, you, that, all that, all that shit is all. It's, I, and that's craft, and and I feel like complex. Complex, I've, I've, I've been rocking. No, but his was wild about it to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't complex. It was vice. It was vice. Vice. It was vice. Vice. Uh, whatever. Complex. Same. 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 same, same, same. But, hold on, hold on. Before we get too deep, <laughs> before we get too deep in the Dave Chappelle conversation, I do gotta say this though. Okay. Before we, before we go to the break, I do gotta say this that, and we can get into it after the break is, like, and this is not popular. This is gonna be controversial. I'm sure, right? But the conversation about um, racial inequity and classism, capitalism, and forming forming racism is a different conversation than sexual identity Mm -hmm. and gender identity. And when we don't make distinctions about what those... About civil rights. Not I'm right. not even talking about okay. silver. I'm talking about human rights, right. right? But when we don't make distinctions about why those things come about, why those divisions come about, and what informs each different level of bigotry, racism, all these different things, and we conflate them, then we create we create bigger problems. Because let me say this: I've worked records in the music industry, right? And I've worked, and there's a specific market. There's a gay market for like for music, right? But even in that gay market, there's black gay and then there's white gay. Mm-hmm. And the lines of demarcation in New York City are usually around 17th Street and 5th Ave. Right? <laughs> then you go down to like, that's like, you it's know. Meat packet. No, that's not I got but I, I, I you, it, son. But then you go downtown, you keep going further down, and that's where you have the black gay mm-hmm. community. And that's like the untouchable community that, oh, they don't really got no money. That's just a bunch of poor, poor um, black Gay kids, or not even gay kids, but kids who are who are um, on the um, sexual identity spectrum, right? And so the idea of what we're actually attacking has to be clearly has to be clearly articulated. It can't just be um, lumped into one. And I think that us allowing people to attack Dave Chappelle for identifying some of those distinctions and then talking about it is problematic. No, it's, it yeah. is. I agree. So, and I'm a, I'll go a little bit step further. Hold on. Like, look, look. All right, so let's take a real break, real quick break, and then we're going to come right back with Kenny. Yeah, like,
Like, most of these articles written about Chappelle right now is basically trying to claim that he's a part of the establishment now. And that's why it's dangerous. What oh, because he's, he's saying, rich. Right? Somebody did so, say that. So now, right, the establishment to me, mm -hmm. the establishment is Me Too. Right. Establishment is it has Pussy become has. The establishment is the celebrity of victimhood. The establishment is um, uh, uh, the mandatory faith and and belief and credibility in anything LGBTQ, mm -hmm. anything. Right. That's the establishment. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's not. That's right. not marginalized. They, those those people aren't. Uh, of you know all these articles that's coming out. Y'all are part of the problem. But right. now all of a sudden you're taking a right. position. Right. Mm -hmm. um, we must follow your lead. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. Um. You know, it's neoliberal. It's identity politics. Right. It's a form of. You know, it's sort of like what Mally says, you know, we are, you got black kids out here describing themselves as millennials or. Right. That, that's some shit, some white guy marketing in the fucking jargon. marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. jargon. What the fuck is you that, talking about? That is, that's the thing, right? That's the, how, how, do, how do we, all right, per perfect example. If I wanted to control a sector, right? How do I control a sector? I get the people to do exactly what I want them to do. How do I get them to do exactly what I want them to do? I keep them distracted, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? To your point, mm -hmm. right? I keep them distracted and I <clears throat> keep them distracted with their differences. And by keeping them distracted by the, with their differences, I'm, I'm, I keep them on the shuffle. And so that's why we was, we was talking about this the other night, right? We, we was like, yo, I don't care who you sleep with. I really don't give a fuck. Who you sleep <laughs> with. I don't care who you sleep with. That 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 is none of my business. And I don't want you 
caring about who I sleep so with. So Malik Yoba, Yoba, Yoga, what's his name? Yoba. Yoba. Malik Yoba. Malik Yoba. Yoda. Right. Yoda. Malik Yoda. 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 Yeah, I'm so right. disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So yeah. Malik like Yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to head out. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Friends, I like. Yo, look, look. Yo, you doing all you that do shit? You do don't you? That's how you, like, that's how you, like, yo, dude, who cares? Right. Like, that's how you, like, you ain't, like. That's not normalizing anything. No. The way, the, the, the way, the way you normalize is, no, the way you normalize something is the way, is the way you talk about it. Mm. You're going, you're going. You make a, a, you gonna make a rap shit? about like, it? Get out of here, man. Like, man. the joke, you know? the joke that Dave Chappelle told about. Oh, the the the, the about the the trans the transgender person who was in the um, in the car in the audience in the audience. Oh, he was in the um the transgender person was in the audience, and and was you know was you know they, they was he was, he told the uh, he told the joke. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it for you, but basically what happens is the transgender person does something like he says that the transgender person is does something to him, and it's like a joke. It's, it's like in jest. Right, but the the point really is, is that like us having conversations and building with one another is how we do things. Us talking about that process is how we do things. But like constantly, constantly um trying to identify like that's my issue with mm-hmm. with with these with my kids at least. Right, is everything is um oh yeah that person's gay. Oh yeah that person's uh on, on you know. Uh, on the spectrum, on the spectrum or, or or doing this right as a person to so many other characteristics about mm-hmm. a person you know are they a good person yeah like, are they yeah, generous yeah, yeah. Do, that's, are that, they, that's a good point I mean, are, have, are they have, a capitalist I had an argument with somebody when I was in grad school a couple years when I was at grad school at Brooklyn College about that and I, you know, I said you know whatever you choose is what you choose I just need to know that you're cool and it's like she really got offended by that right um, I guess she felt that her I, her her person was was tied into that right. thing, so she you, couldn't separate. The, it, so know? the counter argument is always going to be well, not always, but the counter argument is going to be, oh, well, as a black person, do you think that your blackness should come behind all of those other other right. characteristics right. as well? Mm-hmm. And I think that when we talk about historic, and and obviously, I have to recognize that I have a blind spot. When it comes to hetero normative patriarchal practices as a as a as a straight straight black man, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, as uh, historically marginalized people, right? Mm-hmm. We have to recognize what is the first thing. What's the first thing that we get um, marginalized for? That's our skin color, right? And, and why and that's is a that? Visible, and that's a visible. Right. That's thing. a very visible thing. When I see a gay person in the you street, can't tell. I, you, I can't tell. And even even still, even if you say that person looks, mm. you know what we've had to learn to do is to not assume, which I think. Yeah, I don't even know if you could even say that now, yeah, right? Yeah, like, like you can't even say like, "Oh, that person is a, is it?" Like I have a. a like that's politi- That's definitely politically that's political. incorrect. Right. I have a friend. <laughs> Yo, he looks gay. Right. Nah, you can't say nah, it. Nah. I mean, I, I, one of my close friends from 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 college uh, transitioned um, after we long after we. What had, you mean? Like he got rid of his, he, his cut his junk joist. He's a trans female. I don't understand. So he's a female. He's a trans. So he so he had so he had the surgery. Or whatever. No, he, no, he didn't have the surgery. D- took the hormones. So now so here, no. and see now this is where 
what this conversation that we're having right now and everybody trying to understand what these things mean. But we don't need to understand. That's I think that's the whole I think the point is is that that person is on the spectrum mm-hmm. of however they want to exist in this world. That is their business. Yeah. So now but here's the challenge. They charge us with the task of understanding. No, they don't often. No, they never. charge us with the task of not judging. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like my thing is, I just I, I'm gonna respect any human. Human. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna respect like yo. I I don't. I damn near don't kill bugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Not all. Like I mean, I got yeah, some. Yeah. I got Almost some challenges. I stopped killing. I stopped killing bees. Yeah, I, I, I stopped killing bees. Yeah. I don't kill bees, but roaches. Oh, but me, oh, we, nah, grew nah, up, nah, we grew nah, up under attack. I got, yeah, that, yeah, I got nah, some problems with the water, 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 water bugs. Yeah. Roach, crawl, roach crawled in Phil air. Yo, we brushed an emergency. One of them crawled in my fucking chicken soup one time. And the roach came out his book bag, messed his whole career up in school. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Me, yo. You know, we all been there. So, yo, I don't mean to divert the conversation too much. I do want to say one thing. Yo, keep this fucking sweatsuit. Sweatsuit. Oh, you got a Sergio Ciccini suit. Fly That's like an old school New pocket. York drug dealer <laughs> outfit. Right yeah. You looking like a dope boy. Shout It's definitely dope boy outfit. Yeah, hip hop closet. Right. So, yeah, we we can maintain. Nah, but my thing is this. I like look. I'm still going to judge you on your character, man. Right. Like, I, I don't care what it is that, you know, yeah. I don't want you being, um, you know, as, as a part of being black, I understand op- unfair oppression. So definitely, I don't want anyone oppressed because of mm-hmm. creed, color, whatever. But yo, if you, you know, it, it ends like that. I don't need the constant, um, it's, it's just weird. Something, something going on with it. Here's, and here's what I here's a problem I, I have. I, I, do, I, I, I think I might have something. But, but here, I have. A, this is not so directly as to. Um, this is more on the sexual side of things. Mm-hmm. And I think we was talking about this the other night. Yo, it's something about America and sex that's kind of weird. Like in a sense that we're in this strict liability stage now, where if you get accused of a sexual crime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost a strict liability kind of crime now, right? Like you know, it just the accusation has to be made, right? And you, hey, um, well, and the, they, the caveat stuff. is if you're a rich white man, oh, then you because yeah. there are rich white men that are running around here doing the most devilish, the sick most, shit, yeah, and ain't man. nobody holding them accountable right. for it, and they getting money, they right. still in charge, a la Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. You know, Roman Polanski, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah. It's all these different and you know, it's all and it's more than that. The list Harvey goes Weinstein. on. Harvey like I know some personal story. I can't get it cuz I'm actually involved with a case um where where Jeffrey Epstein is is um is it's a part of the narrative. Yeah. There's but, a five but, part but what thing. about who, who who's in jail though? Man, For who's in jail? I'm in Cos. I mean, Cos is my man. Cos my man. Well, no, nah, I'm not saying. Nah, yeah. Kaz, I wasn't yeah, fucking yeah, with Cos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 Cos was on his his political yeah, sucker yeah. shit. I wasn't yeah, fucking was, with that was. shit. Yeah. Like, but nah. yo, out of all them dudes, he's the one. He's that the goes one. The old yeah. blinder. That's just kind of wild. That says a lot. Yeah. You know, one thing that I've been and I've been trying to unpack. I've been trying to unpack this as best I can. I feel like with forced inclusion. You still run the risk of exclusion. I don't, yeah, that's, that's, I, yeah, but the forced inclusion is not a said. thing. You can't force. Well, you, it's, you, it's assumed though. It's a, 
No, but because you, there, are, there are diversity and inclusion positions in every company, and and usually the person who's in charge of diversity and inclusion right. is. But that's what I'm saying. It's not a thing. Like, you can't yeah, force no. inclusion, mm-hmm. right? Inclusion is about values and principles. It's like if somebody who was, um, it's like if somebody who was like, <laughs> don't laugh, guys. If somebody was like a rich banker who 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 wanted to come and build with us, right? And be like, yo, I'm with the combine, right? That person would be like, yo, I'll give y'all a hundred thousand dollars if y'all let me hang out with y'all. We would be like, all right, cool. Give us the hundred thousand dollars. But it wouldn't be inclusion. Yeah, because right. our conversation would would be so divergent. Mm. In practice, mm-hmm. yeah. so what I'm saying is, is forced <laughs> inclusion in practice is a fallacy. Yeah, right. You can only you can only build with people who are in alignment with you. Otherwise, they're building over here, and you're building over here. Right. Yeah. I mean, so is it the word "forced" that changes the complexion of inclusion, or is it just inclusion is just different than? I, I think I, it's I, the, the idea that there's an outside force. Putting that in place is probably the problem. Gotcha. Is diversity and inclusion the new diversity, um, equity, and inclusion is the new kind of like new, buzzword? It's like intersectionality. But no, no, no. But, but is, it the, is it the new affirmative action? Uh, no, no. Because you know what it is? Is it's not? Nah, because affirmative affirmative action was the practice of um, like for basically fulfilling quotas per se. Um, diversity inclusion is not. Diversity and inclusion, the idea behind diversity or equity and inclusion is about um, taking those spaces. The, the, it's supposed to be that they're informed by the idea that we, it makes the company better because the company functions better when it's serving, when it's serving, a whole, like what you serving a whole community as opposed to affirmative action was supposed to redress Right. Prior bad acts. But I, I it's not it doesn't do restorative justice in my mind. Okay, fair enough. But I would say that it kind of fills that that void in the in the Yeah, because ain't in nobody the talking about because there's also a bunch no of tech companies that don't have you know what they have like one percent yeah minority. Nobody wanna be marginalized so kinda like, like oh, us man. niggas guys. Yeah, yeah, we, we need a diversity inclusion person here. So I don't, yeah. you know, and again, I don't know the. It checks the boxes. It goes, but yes, that's what checks. checks yeah. you know, it's funny because yeah. I, I, you know, I've been trying to like illustrate this shit in my. You mind. know who out of all those scenarios? Who's that? Us. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. But like, I look at uh, inclusion like a, a a mini fridge. Mm. Right. So what do we know about a mini fridge? It goes in the dorm room. It goes in the dorm room, and it, I come from a family of five, and if I shop for for my family of five. To put it, it ain't going to fit. So something's got to happen with that grocery list. Either something got to go out, it got to be made smaller. So basically, if you think about the contents, whatever you shop for as like general ideas of like, you know, your ideas, your, your family from Guyana, my, my family from Cleveland, your family from Brownsville, your family from the South. You, not all of those ideas in full capacity can fit in. So something has to kind of be shaved off. And so you don't, you lose some parts of what that original idea actually was coming with. So I don't know. That's now, I, I feel like all this inclusion and all this bullshit talk is another way for whiteness to control who gets in and who doesn't. Mm. Yo, like the other day, I was in um, 
It was coming down. It was in Dumbo House. And I had this sweatshirt on that said, oh. Ghetto into a Proven Fashionable. Right? Um, and um, plug to Narisha Willis, Avenue N. But um, I had the sweatshirt on these... Um, elevator full of white people and this white these white ladies turn and say oh my gosh that sweatshirt is so great but it should say ghetto until you know the, until they get it or it's, she's you know, she was trying to be an ally i guess and so but but again it was an exercise in master scripting because they're so used to that mm-hmm. and so i was you know when she said that to me i guess she thought i would be happy to get her affirmation but I simply said, you know, I saw it as an opportunity to talk, what, right? What? So I simply said, you know, well, actually, you know, you know, culture is defined by necessity. So the idea that, you know, um, something is ghetto is really born out of necessity. Mm-hmm. And that's where culture comes from. And, you know, I started to kind of give it a... And she was just staring at me like, oh... He just uh, way over my head. just went over my head. My and she was quiet for like five seconds. And she, there was a black... She had a black friend that was with her. And she was like... Okay, my light-skinned friends, let's, <laughs> let's get off the elevator. Because it was awkward. It was like, I guess she was. Ex- she didn't expect me to, 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 to have this conversation. She expected me to be like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you for validation. All right, so we're going to take a break and, and come back. And it's really, this is like a real monotone uh, combine. Uh, it's cool. 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 No, no, no. I don't mean monotone in a bad way. I mean it's, it's cool, man. It's no, you know. I mean, we can get into some ignorant. No, no, no. Oh, we we get into some ignorant music. All right, yeah, we gonna get it. Oh, we gonna make this all ignorant music. Let's make this all ignorant music. All right, all right. Yeah, we be we be back. Strawberry lemonade, lips make a nigga blood pressure go drip, drip, drip. Bad hoes is the devil like six, six, six. Bad hoes is the devil like six, six, six. When I got you on my mind, ain't no room for a thought. When you layin' on my chest, ain't no room for my heart. Girl, you know we wasting time like tick, tick, tick. Girl, you sucking up my time like tick, tick, tick. The Bible say beating my dick and killing is equal, but that don't add up. Cause the amount of times that I milk my shit'll probably be considered cereal. Them cocoa puff titty balls make a nigga balls fall inside of a jaws while it draws fall all like a nightstand in an earthquake caused by the backstroke. Dog style, all wild. Kill the pretty kitty, leave her X over his eyes like a cause clown. Shit, that's a fucking bar Fucker in a 69, that's a fucking car Rolls Royce in a roof is the fucking stars Killing niggas every time I write like it's fucking SARS Leave them charred, leave them Charmander without the tail spark That mean that nigga dead Oh well, I have no fucking heart Back to my banana, this brain food is why she's smart Yellow and a head on point is like a brother's Bart Simpson, no OJ, it ain't fit so she must have quit Take my Johnny Cochran out and sit it on her pretty lips Sex addict with no intent to ever quit this what happens when you expose the porn at the age of six. Like you don't need no stop when your pussy is the bomb. Backshot, backshot, ATM, now she gone like you don't need no stop when your pussy is the bomb. Selling, she working, no lying. The price right, no flirting. I'm buying. Same day, airfare, I'm flying. Love trappers, love rappers, love diamonds. I got it, I give it, come get it. 
Birkin bags, bad bitches, come with it. City girls, come count up my digits. Can't break them, can't shake them. I live it. I ain't, I robot, I never. I only big foreigns, I pedal. She chases, speed racer, daredevil. IDK, King Push, it's levels. Yeah. The strawberry lemonade lips make a nigga blood pressure go drip, drip, drip. Bad hoes is the devil like six, six, six. Bad hoes is the devil like six, six, six. When I got you on my mind, ain't no room for a thought. When you layin' on my chest, ain't no room for my heart. Girl, you know we wasting time like tick, tick, tick. Girl, you sucking up my time like tick, tock, tick, tock. She wanna lock lips, I just put over, made her stop pit Inside of my whip, when I'm driving, it's called a cockpit Obvious if she ride with a kitty, she giving knowledge like institutions Disguising in schools and collecting profits, I missed Give it a shit that she like some type of magician My magical wand mischief is clitoris infamous God-giving devil insidious, no condoms in the condominium Idiot, she do this shit for any and many men or 50 cent So, so, we back, you know, you know what, I'm gonna tell you that <clears throat> I'm very clear on that, you know, I'm very certain and aware of how uncomfortable white people are when they run into black people, particularly black males who are intelligent and not buying their shit or not concerned about them. Um, There's a discomfort. Um, They're just really uncomfortable and, and taken aback by that. And it's, it's something to really behold, and it's something when you're raising young black children, beautiful black children, on how to deal with that and, and, and let them know that that is the goal, to be okay with that. Mm. Because, you know, there's not enough of that. Like, our most successful people have bought into whiteness, you know. Like, you know, no, no disrespect to, you know, any of these politicians, but I'm, I'm not hanging out with Obama. I'm not hanging out with Kamala Harris. I'm not hanging out with Serena. I'm not hanging out with Jay. I'm not hanging out with any of these people because they don't speak to my value system. At least what they're promoting or branding. Who knows? I don't know. But it seems as though their success has been their acceptance into white America somewhat. Like some somehow for us to be accepted in a white America, America, we have to entertain them to some degree. Entertain them to some degree. Mm-hmm. All those people entertain whiteness to some degree. And I've really seen what happens from the legal um, profession that I'm in. On a daily basis, I see how uncomfortable white people are with black people who are bright. You know, And I'm not just talking about myself. I'm talking about, uh, you know, I, I, I'm around I Anthony you, Rico. I would say you, know. you particularly, right? It's but weird. I think that any, not just Anthony who, is, Rico not just who, is, not just who are bright. But black people who are who, who are independent mm-hmm. yeah, of their independent. thought process, yeah, yeah. and the reason why I say that is because we talk about this at at Baldwin and Friends. Mm-hmm. We talk about this oftentimes. Whiteness is not just the color of skin. Whiteness is the concept of sameness. Yeah. And so anybody who's doing something different, they're outside of the system, they're outside of the cog. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And so most white people, they get they are empowered by the system. Yeah. So they are. black people or anybody who is 
bucking the system is bucking their privilege and bucking their what's empowering them. Like, th- like think about all the the millions, the billions of social media interactions where some white coworker <laughs> or friend or colleague right. is telling you their black friend how they should be happy to be American and how much opportunity they have. Like that shit is going on right now. Somebody <clears throat> is is looking at there's some white person telling a black person how they should live and, and how they should think about what they've dealt with, what their family been dealing with for centuries, all this other stuff. And it's a, it's you just a die. yeah. But I'm I'm at a space where I don't really care about that. Like I don't you know some people say they don't care about what white people think, but they really do. But they do. Yeah. But, I, mean, I mean, I I'll be honest with you. I I like to think that I don't care what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. But if I'm if I'm being truly reflective, it affects you in some even when I'm going to my therapist, right? Yeah. I'm, if I'm being truly honest in in those moments, it affects me. You go I, by yourself, huh? Mm-hmm. My therapist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. So when and, and and in those processes, I'm able to see Is he black how or white? it's a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it, when I go to those to those sessions, I'm able to see how. Other people's opinions and perceptions of me kind of see trigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They trigger things in me. And so it's a constant work mm-hmm. to be in a space where I kill ego. <laughs> if I, the more I kill ego, the more, uh, the more I kill ego, the less I give a fuck. I people, think, I think, I absolutely, what people think. Yeah. I, 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 I definitely agree, get that. Yo, I have to, and I, I still got to control. Like, I, I, I'll be ready to go a lot. Yeah. And I think that's based on the profession I'm in. You? <laughs> yo, I think it's yo, Don't be on the phone. Yo, <laughs> yo. Somebody be like, somebody be like, Mr. Montgomery, I need your help. The fuck you want? <laughs> I just explained yo, to you. Those, yo, somebody yeah. to make changes, you be sharing. No, I'm just I mean, saying, like, like you know what wow. it is? I, I, I don't, I don't, I like to be fair and I like to be clear, man. And I, once I see people are violating the rules of fairness and yeah, clarity, you get it shit. bothers me. Yeah. It does bother me. This mm-hmm. morning, I was driving down Flatbush. I was right in front of the Barclays. Um, you know, traffic, new Brooklyn traffic is crazy. So I just moved up because I didn't want to be in a crosswalk. Yeah. And people were coming across the street and some white guy uh, walked behind and banged on the back oh, of the car. I hate that shit. It's like, hey, fuck tart. Yo, I, I I couldn't get out my seat fast. I, I was trying to get the seatbelt off. <laughs> shit got stuck. I'm in my yo, gym outfit. Got... I finally got the shit off, but he had crossed the street, and I'm like, "Yo, yo, yo, what's up? Like, like, explain that." Like, and some dude, some some brother on a bike was driving by. He was like, "Oh, yo, you was about to open that bottle." <laughs> and at that moment. I was like, yo, yeah, let me get back in the car. Let me get in the let car, man. Because it, it was the other day. We were in Dumbo. Uh-huh. We were in Dumbo. Oh, my gosh. We were in Dumbo. Right. Yeah. Perfect example. We were in Dumbo, right? So me and Keith mm-hmm. are sitting down. Candace and the kids, and uh, it was Callie. It was all the, all the, all white, the, the white kids, except the, the, the two older white kids. And all the Montgomery kids and Candace and me and Uncle Keith. We had just came Make from Dumbo House. Just came from Keith White's family. Keith White's <laughs> daughter. But yeah, she works at the lemonade stand. And in front of the lemonade stand, they have a bowl mm-hmm. uh, for water for people who have dogs. You know, whatever. <laughs> dogs have to be taken care of in America. They're mm-hmm. very important. I mean, I'm a citizens. dog owner, so. So, yeah, you know, yes. I, I get you, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, Kiss your dog? So, no. Kiss your so dog look, look, look. There's a water fountain. <laughs> 
there's a there's a public water fountain for the humans. For humans. The humans. Mm-hmm. As we're sitting, a couple walks over to the water fountain and they hoist the dog up. No, the dog they didn't even have to the hoist the dog. The dog is up. big as fuck. The dog is like Marmaduke size dog. Mm-hmm. They have him jump up with his paws on the water fountain fountain and they're holding the, the thing and he's licking the water the water water fountain. And all I could do, I'm like <laughs> looking at everybody. Like, we look at each other like, yo, 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 yo shit, what are you doing? I'm like, yo, what are you doing? And he's like, what, what, you know, what, you know, come talk to me. I, so I get up, I get up to go talk to him. No, no, no. He didn't just, he didn't just do that. He first, he said, he said, what, what, what's, what, what happened? What's wrong? So we like, why you got clueless? We we no, like, why you got the? Clueless. He wasn't clueless. He we was like, clueless. why you got the dog in a human water fountain? Like people are putting their mouths on that. He's like, what, what, what? He's like, what, like, what? You want to talk about it? And then he calls. That's he summoned yeah, Kenny, yeah, yeah. Kenny yeah. over. Then I, I come, <laughs> right? But we was sitting, so he probably didn't see how big Kenny was. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as, soon as we Hey, hey, buddy. No, 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 no. Hey, buddy, no, no. We're not going to do that, buddy. We're not going to do that. But yeah, we're not. You said, get him over. Get him over. Get him over. So then there was a Hispanic sister sitting on the same bench as us. She said, oh, he ain't know it. He must have thought you was little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man. But, I, but I, then, I, but wait. No, no, don't stop. Because what happened is, so, Ken, so Kenny's still like, like trying to talk to him. Like, what the fuck? Like, you... Like as humans, people like that's nasty. Mm-hmm. Dogs put their mouths on their ass everywhere, <laughs> and now you now this dog has put his mouth like that's ground zero for whatever the new new germ is. The new nasty right? is. So, trying to explain that to him, he's like, nah, nah, nah. But then two two cops oh, yeah, start yeah, walking yeah. by, so then he starts turning up like, ah. Ah, what did he say? Like, like, I don't know. What he said. Your, I was like, mind, your, your, mind your business. Yeah, yeah something like I was like, yeah, like I don't give a fuck about them cops, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you mm-hmm. care about them cops. Yeah. I don't care about them fucking cops. Then they gonna come say you. The cops, mm-hmm. cops mm-hmm. walk right on by. Yeah, yeah. like you know, yeah, that shit is wild though. Yeah, but what are you doing? But it was disgusting because then, then we should end. Oh, we sat there for like another like 20, 30 minutes mm-hmm. just hanging out and. I swear to you, it was like 50 people came just slurping on, just that, slurping fountain. on that fountain. That shit is fucking And we was wild. like, oh, oh, yeah. Every time somebody came, we was like, yeah. Like, this shit is Gross. crazy. But the, the audacity I saw in him, the fact that some black dudes was checking him yep. with some shit that he was he totally he wanted, yeah. with. Because yeah. he knew he was in the wrong. Yeah, I've he, actually felt that through... What I do as an attorney, like yeah, I, I've been on trial with cases where white jurors and even sometimes black jurors are yeah. like, "Oh, you, you, oh, you, one of them smart niggers." Yeah, you know, basically yeah. stay in your place. Like, look, there is no future of America that looks like us. Right. Let me, yeah. Let, let me, let me, let me, let me address that too, then, because you know, I, I got, you know, obviously, I got some shit with me, and so. Um, one of the other reasons that, that I require counseling is because of my history, like shit, you know, shit that's going left for me. But one of the things that always acts as an additional barrier 
for me is um, the audacity that white people in these spaces have to have the mentality that they're somehow better. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what I've gone through, right? I know who I am and I know how smart I am and I know how hard I work. So when I see people in these spaces have these attitudes, it has an additional effect on me. Mm-hmm. And let me say this as a preface. Fuck Capitol Records and <laughs> right. Yo, fuck Capitol right. Records. I just I just did a deal for an artist mm-hmm. and she like she's you know, she it was a really good deal and she's a really like talented young girl. And a survivor. Right. And a survivor of mass incarceration. Like she's just she's just a dope young lady. Um and we did a deal with Capitol Records and then they rescinded the deal after she signed, after she turned out other deals and signed with them, right? And their mentality was that something was misrepresented to them um, about a record being delivered or something like that. So their mentality, their mentality was, well, all right, that cool, that's it. They don't give a fuck about nah, like at all. the effect that it's gonna have because they know what they mean to the system and what the system means mm-hmm. to them. And so <clears throat> things like that are always particularly hard for me to deal with because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like yo where's the justice oh, right they, they, and the they. justice isn't necessarily for me to see observe or experience in these moments but that shit still bothers me now, it's, and, and it's funny you say that the, a little bit of a little behind the story thing on that the firm uh, that <laughs> is representing some people involved in that deal the firm that all the black artists who took all that black this, black that run to and give their money to. I was uh pros- I was I was suing Grand Theft Auto and Take Two Interactive. Right. Years ago. They mm-hmm. they were the people responsible for the Grand Theft Auto game. I was suing right. them because uh Sean Price, Illicoin, and Black Rob had a song. And I and back then I saw how the gaming industry was gonna use uh, hip hop and black music right. to to popularize you know the video games, games. Yeah. and um, they took they went to Jonathan Schechter who had game records mm-hmm. and I believe it was him who had game records I may I may be off I don't know got mixing my white guys up but I think I'm almost certain it's Schechter uh, they gave him money and they got the the music. Mm-hmm. And he got money for the music, but the artist never got money for the music. The true copyright oh, owners. Wow. So I sued for copyright infringement in federal court. It was Judge Pauly, mm-hmm. actually, was the judge too. And one of the partners and lawyers um, was definitely, I don't know any of you who do federal practice, but federal judges are like rock stars of the criminal mm-hmm. justice system. <laughs> you best not be late mm. or. He just didn't show up. Like he didn't even show up for the status conference. Oh wow! Like the not judge. No, the no. lawyer. Okay. Not show up at all. Could you imagine if we not nah. showed up for no. one of our federal cases? No. They would have that our fucking your license, yeah. your career. They right. would fuck with you. They would send you to disciplinary committee, all this yeah. other shit. Uh, and there was rumors on why he didn't show up. Mm. You know, you could think about it yourself. Why does somebody just not show up to something? Like you, you got some issues, right? Mm. Mm. And he did that shit, and it was no accountability. 
That's just wild. Judge is cool with it. Did you hear about that that, uh, situation in Florida where uh, a couple had pulled up to like a convenience store? Oh, I seen that. With the white guy. No, I I covered that in the trial. I was was a commentator on the trial. So for you. What did he do? So what happened was. Family. They were parked in the handicapped spot. Yes. They parked in a handicapped spot. This white guy walked. But the the husband, the boyfriend went went inside. And left his girl. In it's like you leaving seat. Allegra and yeah. the kid and mm-hmm. the twins in a car, mm-hmm. and y'all parked in a handicapped spot. And some some white guy comes along and, and starts beefing like, and arguing with Allegra, like on some aggressive like, shit. Re- greasy. Yo, and white and white people were coming by. Even a white woman was like, "Yo," she came inside the store and was like, "Yo, there's a there's a, a guy right. really being aggressive with this woman mm-hmm. and her kids." Mm-hmm. So the husband, or boyfriend, he came, came out. out. He. Pushed the guy he just down pushed the ground. Him. Pushed the guy on the ground. That's the it. Guy, and backed up. And, he, and yeah, well, he backed up because the dude pulled the pistol. No, he backed up anyway. Uh, like I, he, yeah. he didn't even. He just pushed him and then was like this. The dude fucking from pulls, the gr- from, from the from the ground, ground pulls out and and, and blast him. And so the thing Kill is, him. Kills him. he killed him. And the thing is, is front that of his he, he paused. Like he pulled out the pistol and paused. He got convicted. Too. He got convicted. Yeah, he got convicted. And, I, and and that and the interesting thing is is like you, you know those guys understand like you know people park in handicapped spots that's like a pet peeve of mine like who you ain't got no badge no yeah, authority what is your what's your deal bro but he, he he's white yeah he's white yeah. you know and I and I think that you know just to the point that keep I mean uh, Kenny was making and both of you guys actually making Keith and Kenny is that there is like this positioning that they take of authority. And ultimately, you know, in that scenario, the cost was the trade was this guy. The moral there's there's like this assumed moral hierarchy. hierarchy yeah. I had I had a literally had this attorney in court. I told you about this. Oh yeah. This current attorney in court um, was trying to fight my client. Like literally physically. attacked physically attacked him, and I <laughs> I held the attorney back, and I said, Yo, man, like like chill, like you know, like he's you know he's he's not coming for you, like and we're in court. You're an attorney. This is, you're an attorney. This is your job. This is unprofessional. He's like, what? Who are you to talk? Like, who do you talk? You know, like, and you know, and and challenged me that that way, and I was like, I was like, what? Who am I? Like, I'm stopping you from doing something that's gonna get you arrested. You know, mm-hmm. in the courtroom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're telling me who am I to like? Yeah, it was it was wild. I mean. You know, you gotta, you know, and it's funny because, like, you know, like I said, I was in Cleveland for a week, took the family to Cleveland, and, you know, me and my lady ordering, like, salads and shit, and I pull out my phone to do a text message, and there's a white lady standing next to me to my to my right, and as soon as I pull out my phone, she looking at me like, like I'm holding up the line, and I'm behind her, and, you know, my lady was just like, you know, the interesting thing, the difference between New York and here is that whiteness is just so much on display here. In New York, in Cleveland, in Cleveland, in Cleveland, that shit you know, pretty much display in this motherfucker. I mean, but it's, I mean, if you can imagine, if you think it's on display here, I came in your building the other day, son. I ain't tell you. Uh, I told you the white lady was like, "Excuse me, are you are you looking for someone?" Like, I was like, "No." <laughs> right, I'm just roaming, <laughs> meandering and shit. But I mean, but like that's next a question. Ass, right, that's a bogus ass. I mean, like you, you a grown ass man. I'm like you are clearly like a visibly grown ass man. And I think for people to even 
ask those type of questions or like assume that you ain't got no business where you are as a grown like you just gonna roam and roam out the woods into somebody's like fucking apartment building that shit is stupid man <laughs> you know what I'm saying roam out the woods yeah literally it was like I'm yeah. like yo what are you asking like, no I don't I'm not looking for any fucking body but the, crazy shit, but the crazy shit but the crazy shit like after I saw that report I'm in Cleveland and I saw more than a few situations that I, I felt reactive towards but it was very much aware that even though this is my hometown, like my homie say, white folks in this town ain't afraid of niggas. Mm-mm. That's just crazy. They are afraid of smart black people. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah, smart black people. Definitely, I'm cool with that. And, that, and that's our goal to, to build with smart, smart black black people and make sure we are part of this this legacy. Of 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 being of, of helping along or facilitating and being a part of the process of another generation of young black people not being suckers and and, and the end game the goal is not to get Colin Kaepernick a job no. at the NFL back no. at the NFL. Could you uh, the end game, <laughs> the end game would be for us to not give a fuck about oh, the NFL, yeah, period. so that they don't have any power unless we want to give them power. Since we we didn't talk about that. We, yeah, we good job. We're good jobs. We, I mean, we 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 didn't have to talk fuck about that. all that thing. shit. Like, I, I don't care if football fell off the. All this sports shit is anyway is mini nationalism. Like it's it's how you get invested in this I mean, whole it's the national football, n- national national basketball. You know, look, think about it. In the fucking NFL, they uh, national anthem, military. Like mm-hmm. it's all baby nationalism bullshit with a hundred percent. White owners, mm-hmm. but I am going to tell you though, in an NBA this season, oh. I'm, lo- I'm, locked. I'm locked in. This I'm, off, I'm off. I'm off. Of, like you know what? I, I'm, I'm off. throwing my TVs out the window. I only learn. I'm only, locked in. You no, know, I only learn from. I learned basketball secondary from Uncle Keith, and sports in general from. My oldest. Mm-hmm. I don't watch none of that shit no more. Like, none of that shit. Like, I, I refuse a bunch of NFL games mm-hmm. for years now. I ain't going to that shit. To attend or to attend? To attend. Them, them ain't fun. It's cold out. New York games is cold. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's some real Cleveland white. games are pretty cold. Too. Yeah, and being around, drunk, being around white drunk white people is not yeah, fun. Yeah, that shit ain't comfortable for me. I learned no. that shit the hard way in college, man. Oh, you went to Ohio. I mean, yeah, Ohio. touching your hair. No, because yeah, you know what the, cra- <laughs> the crazy shit about it, you know, in, in Southwest Ohio, 45 minutes outside of West Virginia, they play all our music. They love everything. That women comes on included. AT, yeah, women included. So, like, you walking down the street and you they hear all this love music. They watch Love and Hip Hop. And you're like, yo, man, it's some dope. It's some, some music playing in there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fuck with that shit. And as soon as you step in, they looking at you like, look, they want to be entertained. They want to be entertained. They don't want to have to deal with the humanity look, of it. They've, they've listen. This country and white people in general, or people who subscribe to whiteness, have always loved what black people can create for them. Yeah. American cuisine <laughs> is black food essentially. American any any music, music that is germane to the United States any cu- all cultural all American cultural institutions are built by black people speaking of which and the streetlights so there there are two things so, <laughs> and, right exactly so there was um somebody I was listening to NPR code switch 
and they were down in Charleston. No, they were they were in Virginia, getting ready to go to Ghana, because they were going from like you know the the slave ports. And one of the things that it, it never dawned on me was that black people, second to Native Americans, have been here for the longest. I it, it didn't dawn on me, and so we are. America, we are the Americans. Mm-hmm. Actually, black people was here at the same time as as, as, as indigenous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the uh, that uh, I mean, you know, there's a there's proof mm-hmm. that there were Africans here that migrated here. Interesting, because um, yeah, look, the trading was going on off the shores. Mm-hmm. We was getting in them boats and mm-hmm. moving yeah. around. We was moving around, especially in South America. Mm-hmm. South America was Africans. For sure. That shit is wild. And you see what they did in our Argentina, right? What? What's that? They got rid of all the indigenous people. Black people. African. That shit. Through war and sickness, mm-hmm. putting us in places. You see Colombia. Like, look, the Bolivar's movement, they said the majority of the soldiers look like us when Colombia gained their freedom. Not no more. You know, it's, you know, I, I get it, man. I get it. It's, I, I mean, you know... I, the narrative, uh, you know, has to shift. It has to shift. I mean, we've been saying this shit for a long time. It's, it, it is. Um, it is shifting. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. You know, we don't know where it's going. You know, right. and we we are facing some things that we didn't have to face in the past. Some of our elders and ancestors didn't have to face. And I, I think clearly the 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 goal is to educate. It's to educate. You know, I was talking to another class of kids in college. Who 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 didn't um, know some things in history? Like they didn't know who the four names of the girls who were killed in the Birmingham. Um, they they didn't know the Roger B. Taney mm-hmm. Taney um, decision uh, about you know no you know blacks don't have rights that white people should um, uphold. They didn't know the 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 importance of the Haitian Revolution, how it affected America. Like we still don't have a firm understanding of history mm-hmm. and we've fallen into place where most Americans are which is this anti-intellectual grotesque exceptional space mm-hmm. so until the key is to control our ecosystem to educate our children um, you know imagine imagine like imagine do you think one day is possible that imagine a black a collective of black people who are multi-millionaires, billionaires, had a public company and they specifically went to the purposely alienated communities, black communities, and the stocks in those companies were sold or were given to those people mm-hmm. for some nominal rate. Right. And they were structures, financial systems and structures set up where the people in that community and the businesses that are created have an investment, uh, a stake in the companies. Mm-hmm. That would change everything. You know, like imagine if you had a stake. So that is, and we should probably talk about this mm-hmm. next time, mm-hmm. but that is what I was talking about with Ohio. So mm-hmm. in oh, right, parts right. of Ohio, they have these things called these land trusts. Mm-hmm. And these community land trusts are these areas where there's the, the government, the local government owns a tr- has a trust. And that trust owns the land. 
But the people who purchase and build houses on that land, they own those houses. Mm-hmm. So what it does is it keeps um, it keeps the prices of the houses affordable because the land trust that goes with the house comes with an abatement mm-hmm. on the price. And then it also, what it does is um, it creates community ownership, right? And so there are, there are really progressive communities mm-hmm. in Ohio that are like the... They're like the example of how you promote equity and inclusion in a real way. And if we, I would take it one step further, is I would say that, to your point, I would take the land trust and not make it a government, not make it a government entity, but make it a quasi-government entity where the people actually own that land trust. And by owning that land trust, now they can get dividends off of how and, and I, I want to say you made me <laughs> correct myself I don't you know forget imagine a millionaire or a billionaire did that just imagine if regular old regular communities started creating value systems where that was the goal like yo we all are invested in this community mm-hmm. you know this company we all got an interest in it this school we all have an interest in it this company mm-hmm. that fixes that we all have an interest in it and that will get back to the communal aspect of what needs to be done for you know millions of us to to have a control of our ecosystem in future the problem is is buying into that you know you always going to have has been like people. the churches and shit to wrap up so yeah that was we, it that's we done yeah. <laughs> just like that we done phil says we, we got to so, figure yeah. out we got to figure out how to cuz you know we you know we I, I kind of I'm tough on young Phil, man. I want to raise him right. You know, what I mean, I've been mentoring him for a while, <laughs> but I know he's going. To, he's gonna be, you know, handling family business for a while. We gotta rely on somebody else on how to record the next couple of weeks. So if you, if you, if you, if you we gotta get Uncle Rudy. We gotta get Uncle Rudy in here. Uncle Rudy being here yeah, with yeah, 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 seven yeah, yeah. boom mics. Might have boom, yeah. Hanging from the yo padding. We don't need. We don't need filming, man. Don't y'all need lights? Y'all still need to see. Hey man, come on, guys. Right. No, shout out, shout out to Rudy, but. Nah, nah, Rudy Rudy is the man. Yeah, yeah Rudy is probably <laughs> the smartest member of the combine, arguably. But um that is that it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Till next time. Till next time. We can't we, we 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 really, you know, and and I'm and I'm saying this on record, we need to pick back up and be more consistent. Yeah, we need a guess. We do need a guess. We need a guess. Nah, I don't want to hear nobody else. Talk. Yeah, yeah, we, we talk to kinda us. Of, <laughs> if you're out, out there and you got some ideas. Be a guest on the program. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. hit, 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 Send in a request. Hit Phil on the DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Nah. Yo, yo. Chill out. Yeah, please, page uh, at KJM. Hold on, man. Get out of With the beast, Daniel in the lion's den, still drop dirty. After popping icing, it's our damn day just to get violated. Ever seen that road swift? Babies have babies in a hood like whatever. We gang this bitch together. Once got a house and had money for the room, so we did the Humpty Hump in the Burger King bathroom.
Doing laundry next month. 